You are listening to Your Blessed Life Podcast, episode number 14. Let the stories and teachings of today's top Christian leaders inspire and move you to releasing God's best for your life. With your host, best-selling author and certified Christian life coach, Jay Marsh. Welcome to Your Blessed Life. Hey there, my name is Jay Marsh, and it's great to be here with you today. I want to welcome you to Your Blessed Life. So, in today's episode, I want to dive right in to this topic about being secure in an insecure world. So let's jump in. You know, there's a lot of things that we can do to create security in our lives. In fact, there are all kinds of different aspects of security for our life. You know, two that come to mind for me when I think about security in my life, I think about physical security. I think about financial security, but even bigger than that comes this aspect of an overarching security for our life. And so that beckons the question, what do I turn to or, or who do I turn to for security? Because the truth of the matter is where you turn for your security is what you are depending on to keep you secure. So it really comes down to the, to the who and to the what. In fact, Jesus really drove this point home in, in John in chapter 4. So one afternoon, Jesus comes across this woman hanging out at the well. And this woman is, you know, she's getting ready to draw some water out of the well with her bucket. And then Jesus asks her for a drink. Excuse me, can I get a drink of water? So this woman here that's drawing this water out, when Jesus asked her this question, she looked at him. And then she replied, well, in so many words, she replied, man, I can't give you a drink. Don't you know, I'm, I mean, I'm a Samaritan woman. Can't you tell by looking? And you're a Jewish dude. And, you know, we don't associate. Well, Jesus, I guess, decides he's going to go a little bit deeper. And he says, if you knew who you were talking to right now, you'd ask me for something. You'd ask me for a gift, maybe water, but most likely it would be living water. You see, at this very moment, Jesus was about to get even deeper with this woman. And so Jesus is about to reveal to her his desire to provide for her, to care for her, and to provide her an ultimate security. But you know, initially, this gal, she didn't get it. But soon, it'll all start to make sense to her. So soon, she's going to realize that it's Jesus and only Jesus that can truly quench her thirst. It's Jesus and only Jesus that can truly satisfy her longings. And it's Jesus that can provide her the ultimate security that she's looking for. Okay, so at this point in the story, Jesus... Now he's going to throw her for another loop. And he says this, why don't you go get your husband? She's probably thinking like, what? And where did this come from? Well, she responds with, well, I don't have a husband. So at least she was honest, right? Because we know in the story that she was actually with a guy, but it wasn't with her husband. So Jesus said, yeah, I know. And you know what? I also know that you've been living with this guy. You're not married to him, but you've been living with him. You are living with him. And you know what else I know? 
I know you've been married five times. So if you're anything like me, you know, as, as you look at that little dialogue going on, you might think that Jesus is kind of just throwing this in her face, right? The fact that she's living with a guy in sin and apparently is having a hard time making marriages work, at least five of them. But you know what he's really communicating to her? What he's really communicating to her is he's saying, I know you're searching. I know that you are looking for something or someone to fill a void in your life, something that can provide security in your life. So it's almost as if he's saying, you know, the thing or the person that you're looking for, that you're longing for, and what you need to make you secure is greater than a man or even a husband. So the answer that you're looking for is this living water of Christ. So I don't know, is this Samaritan woman any different from you and me? I mean, is our who and our what that we're looking for to provide us that security, are those things that are fleeting? Are those things that are maybe here one day, maybe not the next? I mean, do they provide us the ultimate security that we need? Let's do this. Let's break down the what and the who. So the what, I guess, could be what do you put your security in? It could be stuff, right? Just all kinds of stuff in your life. Maybe the what could be a hobby. Maybe you're putting your security in a hobby. Maybe it's entertainment. I don't know. It could be alcohol, drugs, or something even more destructive. Truly, the only what that will provide us that ultimate security in our life is the word of God. And in the, when I say the word of God, it makes me think back of a few episodes ago. If you listen to episode seven, well, then you know the power and the significance behind his word, because that's all we talked about was word. In fact, God has this threefold provision as it relates to his word, and it really provides our, our, our entire person, our mind, our body, and our soul with this ultimate security. So if you're not sure what I'm referring to when I say this threefold power or this threefold provision, I, I want to encourage you to, when you're done with this episode, go back to episode number seven if you haven't listened to it. It's called the How to Three Times the Power of God's Word. So if the Word of God is the what, back to the what, right? So if the Word of God is the what, doesn't it only make sense that the who is God himself? So the what in our security and the who in our security becomes answered. Now, I know as it relates to the who, I know at times we might think, well, the who, it's my husband or it's my wife or maybe a mom or a dad or a pastor or your best friend. You know, but ultimately, the security that we seek rests in the Lord. So if it rests in the Lord, then we need to come and encourage ourselves in the Lord to know who he is and what he wants for us. You know, in Psalm 91, we see this reaching out, this reaching for security. And really, it's, it's an amazing proclamation of God's provision. And I want to share this psalm with you in its entirety because I, I mean, I think it'll It'll just speak to your bones. So when you hear this, I want, I want to encourage you to let it nurture you. Let it heal you. 
and let it provide the security for you from the inside out. So let me read it to you. Psalms 91. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from every deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and your protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand are dying around you. These evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and you'll see the wicked are punished. But if you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold up you with their hands so you won't even have a hurt foot, not even by a stone. You'll trample upon lions and cobras. You'll crush the fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect and secure those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life, and I will give them my salvation. Wow. That's like a biblical declaration of independence or something. I mean, that is, that is amazing. Doesn't that Psalm just shout out, you can be secure in me? I mean, that's, I feel like what God's saying when I read that. You can be secure in me. You know, looking to be secure in an insecure world can kind of be a challenge. So I thought, Why don't I share a few ways with you, a few easy ways that you can deal with insecurities. So I wanted to do that. But before we get into this kind of final segment of the show, I just want to pause for just a minute. And I want to ask you, if you're enjoying the show so far, and if this episode is speaking to you, if it's it's being a blessing to you so far, I want to invite you to subscribe to the show because it's something that's so easy to do. And it's something that shows your support for our show. And it's something that you can do with just a click of a button. So if you're at the website right now and you're listening to this episode there, there's a purple box button on the right side of the page. You can just click that and it'll take you to iTunes so you can subscribe to the show. And if you're already in iTunes, right next to the little podcast image of the show, there's this little white and purple button and it says subscribe. Just click it. And when you subscribe, you'll be set up to receive the the next episode to the show. So thank you in advance for doing that. Thank you for subscribing to the show. Okay. So I want to share with you these three easy ways to deal with insecurities. So here's number one. This is going to be monumental. You ready for this? Turn to God 
But here's the monumental part. First, turn to God first. And I know this sounds kind of like a given, right? But the idea is to seek God out in your time of need. By going to God first, you put him first. So he's not your backup plan. He's not your plan B. He's your go-to plan. And when you go to God, you can seek his security with your words. You say it out loud with your mouth. Speak it out loud. So when you do that, you let your ears know what's on your mind. So you let it come out of your mouth, and then you say it in the form of a prayer. And this prayer, I want your own ears to hear this prayer because I want it to come from your heart, from your mind, and out of your mouth. You're saying it with all of you. So this confession or this profession, it leads to strength because we're going to God for his strength. So it leads us to strength, his strength. And what's interesting is that strength is what leads to security. Okay, so just quick and easy, number one. Number two, and you know, number two is kind of interesting because at first it might sound a little counter productive or counterintuitive. So here it is. Embrace your insecurity. What? Embrace my insecurity? Yeah. And and here's why. When you embrace your insecurity or your weakness, because it's in these times of need that God does his best work. It's in these insecurities or in these weaknesses that give you the all access pass to God. So what does is, what is Jesus tell us in 2 Corinthians, in chapter 12, verse 9, he says, My grace is all you need, and my power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weakness, so that the power of Christ can work through me. Boom! That says it all right there. That's like the cornerstone verse here of these little three tips. So your weakness is perfected in God's strength. So if you were strong all the time, and do you think you'd really feel like you need much from God? Nah, probably not. Your weakness is that opportunity to secure your relationship with God. Really, your weakness is an opportunity to secure your relationship with God. Okay, so now for the third one. And you know, I say three, really it might be an extension of two. I mean, they're all connected, but so number three, I'll call it three. And that's this, God's grace is enough. God's grace is, is sufficient. And Jesus just reminded us that, right? Just reminded us about it in that grace is really all you need. Just a while ago in 2 Corinthians twelve nine. I want to read it again. My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. God's grace is enough. It's sufficient. His love is forevermore. In fact, Romans 8.39 says it better than that. Nor height, nor depth, nor any other thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Kind of comforting to know his love is forevermore. You know, his pleasures are forevermore as well. In fact, Psalm 1611 says, You make known to me the path of life, and it's in your presence that there is fullness of joy 
and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Even your hope is secure. Your future is secure. The Lord is our refuge, right? I mean, he's our fortress, and we can put our security in him. In fact, Psalms 91.2 says that, right? It gives us this statement of truth and security when it says, This I declare about the Lord, that he alone is my refuge, and he is my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him. I mean, only God can give us that kind of security, right? Only God can give us the ultimate security that we seek. Hallelujah. So that's it, folks. Just three quick tips on how to live secure in an insecure world. I'm grateful that we get to spend this time together today. And it's an honor for me. It's a blessing to get to share these insights with you, to be your host today and and I guide you through these steps. And, you know, as we move down the path of your blessed life, I want to encourage you to stop by and tell us what you think about the show. In fact, you can do this by just leaving us a review in iTunes. If you go to the iTunes store and you click the Your Blessed Life cover art, so you have to type in Your Blessed Life. Even if you already have the show on your iDevice, you still have to type in in the search bar, Your Blessed Life. Then when that show cover art comes up, you click on that. Then you'll see the rating review tab. Click on that. You write out your review. You tap the number of stars. And then you're done. So I just want to thank you for taking the time to rate and review the show. It's how iTunes shows us love and allows the show to be seen by others. And that's how it helps us. So thanks so much in advance for showing us some love there. And you know, and I'm, I'm thankful that you were here with us today. So thanks for tuning in the show today. And I hope you'll stick around for our next episode. Next episode's going to be a blast. In fact, if you just hit the subscribe button, that purple button, you'll be set up to receive that next episode. Our next episode, I'm going to have a featured guest. And he's going to talk about how his trust in God took him really from the hospital bed to living a healthy and a vibrant life. That what's interesting is that the doctor said he wasn't going to have, that wasn't going to happen. So it is a wonderful story of faith and hope and promise, and I can't wait to share it with you. So until that next time, until we get together again, remember that God loves you and he wants to bless you.